How's it going? Uh, my name is Grant. This is the final podcast or podcasts, I guess I should say, um, for my broadcasting class. I'm going to do three 10-minute segments, um, kind of break it up, talk about different things. We're going to talk about Luca and Trey, um, the NFC East, and then we're going to talk about the uh, Ole Miss hiring the lane train. So um, we're going to start it off with the Luca and Trey. Uh, Recently, I've been tweeting about this, just, you know, kind of trolling Hawks fans and stuff like that. But on a more serious note, just the overall difference uh, of the two playing, what, it's just, one, I can't believe Luca is this good this quickly. Um, I know it was super hyped up. He's been a pro since he was 16, playing in the uh, European League, the top one, uh, playing for Real Madrid, I believe. And then, you know, you have... Trey, who's who gets his gets his he gets his points every every night. Um, basically, he's the only player on that team right now. But just the difference between the two, how Luca can carry, I would say, a pretty average roster. I think if you ask people who watch a lot of the NBA, they would agree with that. I mean, outside of Kristaps Porzingis, uh, you look at the starting lineup for the Mavs. It's traditionally Luca, Kristaps. Um, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Dwight Powell, and I'm missing one person right now, and I cannot think of them. Uh, it's going to bother me. Jalen Brunson or Seth Curry, they kind of switch off every now and then on who's starting. Uh, sorry, I was taking a sip of water. Um, but then you look at the Hawks. It's a young team, I get that. Uh, they're probably a few years away. Uh, you got Trey, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, um, I guess Alex Lynn since John Collins is out. And the other name, the other person escaping me too. I cannot think of their starting five off the top of my head. I don't watch a lot of Hawks basketball, to be completely honest with you. I'll kind of flip it on every now and then. Uh, but just from seeing highlights, seeing stats and all that stuff like that, um, saw on Twitter that Trey Young, can't pull up the quote right now, essentially had a kind of, freaked out a little bit in the locker room after a loss. Um, Hawks management staff telling that they're going to get him help and all that stuff, but he needs it. I completely agree with that. When you have 45-year-old Vince Carter out there still getting, you know, quality minutes for his age, like kind of playing in crunch time and doing his thing. And I love Vince Carter, big Vince Carter guy. But that's just, I don't know, that's just not a good look to me. Um Trey does need a lot of help. He does. Uh, this team, they need more than John Collins. I know that has been the the crutch that people have been using for the Hawks uh, since the season started, that John Collins has to sit out 25 games. And to me, he's not the difference between them winning or losing by 45. I mean, a bunch of these games, they have just been getting absolutely just trashed by the other team. I think they played two back-to-backs in L.A., uh, the Clippers one night, Lakers the next. Uh, I want to say they lost by damn near a combined 100 points in those two nights. I mean, they got absolutely throttled both nights. I know people um, talk about how Lloyd Pierce is the coach for this team and how, you know, it's, it's a, you got to build it. It started from nothing. you got to take time, but... I think what you're going to see in, you know, this year 
kind of a lost cause for the Hawks. I think they are like five and twenty. Um, even when John Collins gets back, don't I don't know if there's enough time to turn it around. There's 25 games in the season. They're six and 19, 13th in the East. Um, kind of seems like a wash this year, which I don't know if you are a Hawks fan. You expected this team to make the playoffs. Um, there's a saying I've heard a few times from a few people uh, that do like, you know, talk radio and stuff like that. The NBA, uh, the men win in this league. Like, this is a grown man's league. I mean, if it was college kids coming out, like, uh, let's see, even it took the 76ers, the Timberwolves a few years to get it going. I mean, you have a bunch of teams that have all these college kids. Like, look at the Pelicans. Um, bunch of young players on it. You would think youth would be a bigger factor in the NBA. Like, it would be better to be young, but no. You look at these top teams in each conference, it's a bunch of vets, dudes that know how to play. And that kind of takes me back to the Mavs roster. It's a bunch of vets that are just, they're good. That's it. There's Chris Stapps and Luka, and then it's a bunch of just really good surrounding pieces, I think. I don't know how much playing time anybody else on that team would get but and uh, on any other team, but <clears throat> it works for Rick Carlisle. It works for the Mavs. But Trey Young needs, um, I will say, a lot of help. And with that, if they don't get him help, I think you'll see in, in a few years, he might be asking to be moved. I don't know. Um, just the way you see sports play out, uh, you're not happy, oh, well, trade me. You know, you had Anthony Davis last year publicly come out and say, I want to be traded. And the Pelicans were like, uh, no. Held on to him all year, didn't play him. I'm not saying Trey Young is going to do that, but, you know, it, they – they're human, and I know everybody says, "Oh, they make millions upon millions of dollars to play a play a game for a living." Yeah, but they want to win. They're competitive dudes. You can say whatever you want about them, being greedy, whatever, taking money. Like there, there becomes a breaking point, like with life. We all hit that one point where we're just tired of it. We are absolutely just, we want to win or we want to do something else. And, you know, it's like a job. Sometimes, you know, it's been it's been fun being at one job. Uh, a better job shows interest. And, yeah, you want to go and do that. So it's going to be interesting to see. I apologize. Interesting to see uh, what kind of comes from this in the next few years. And what my next talking point on this subject was is, uh, Lloyd Pierce. Um, I'm sure they're going to be patient with him as the head coach. Like I said, I know he was on Team USA this summer uh, as an assistant coach. So I don't know how NBA offseason works. You know, open. Gym. I don't know if it's just like an open gym. I see all the highlights of the Drew League and stuff like that. Dudes just like you know doing their own thing, or if coaches actually hold practices. And you know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe Lloyd Pierce was away from the team and he wasn't able to run practices like he would traditionally do um i know that was something that was kind of mentioned so i guess i'll give them some slack on that but they got to get some vets like if not vets some dynamic dudes uh i know deandre hunter is supposed to be pretty good cam reddish i mean 
I was huge on him when he was uh, announced to Duke. I love watching like all the hoop mixtapes of all these like superstar high school athletes. I think they're hilarious. I really watch it for more of the reaction from the crowd. Like Nico Mannion over in Arizona, he's a beast. Watching all of those guys play. Um, but Cam Reddish in high school, his hoop mixtape was. I mean, I was like, damn, this kid can play. Gets to Duke, you know, with Zion. Um, R.J. Barrett, uh, I was like, okay, well, you know, kind of the third option on that team, kind of a shell of himself all year. He'll do his thing in the pros. Like, you know, he'll be good. Hawks draft him. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And, I mean, like I said, don't watch a lot of Hawks, but when I do hear him on the radio or watch him on TV, it's just he's – Standing in the corner, uh, not really doing much. So kind of disappointed with that so far. And like I mentioned earlier, the John Collins. I know that dude's a double-double, 2010, 19-10, something like that, a game. And I'm sure that helps the defense. I'm sure that helps, you know, kind of everybody else. But damn, man, uh, they need somebody. I don't know who it is. Um, Kevin Herter, which is kind of ironic because I think he's been hurt all year. Uh, he needs to do what he can to get healthy and help this team out. He's a sniper. I mean, he was actually, to me, more surprising than Trey. Like, I already kind of knew what Trey was last year. Um, ball handler, just pull up from 30, knock him down, all that good stuff. Had no idea what to expect from Kevin Herter. As I mean, you watch the NBA draft past, like, pick 10, you have no idea who the hell these kids are. Um, redheaded kid from Maryland I was like oh this would be interesting like what does he do watch him last year just sniper put him on the three-point line dribble kick he'll knock him down um but yeah so it'll be interesting uh I hope they're good I hope Trey Young stays he's the kind of player the Hawks have been looking for for such a long time um be interesting to see. I don't know what free agents are coming up this year and next year, if anybody's interested in playing with him. Um, I just don't think enough people know about him. Even dudes in the NBA. I mean, I don't know how much basketball players watch <clears throat> in their off time. Um, I'm sure they don't watch a ton. I don't know if I'd be watching a whole bunch of the same sport I play every single day. Um, but Get them some help. Get them some free agents. Uh, Atlanta, we just had the or not Phillips Arena, State Farm Arena redone. I mean, I feel like Atlanta is a pretty good basketball city too. Uh, I feel like, I mean, I'm not thinking the city really embraces the team right now off the record, but you get some people to to come to this team, kind of get some hype around this uh, the city, get people to come out to the games. Um, Help out Trey Young. I can't believe I'm really saying that because, I mean, not really the biggest Hawks guy. I like going to the games watching him, but, you know, I hate seeing this for him. Uh, but when I come back, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, NFC least or the NFC East. Um, going to kind of get into that. Who wants to win it? Uh, looks like neither the Cowboys or the Eagles really want to play in the playoffs. Uh, we'll get into all of that after this. Thanks. <laughs> 